Welcome to the Tutor Podcast, the only weekly show for anyone who is in the business of helping people. If you're a tutor, a teacher, or a coach, the Tutor Podcast will help you start, grow, and love your tutoring business in plain English without the buzzwords and BS. If you want to make more money and make more of a difference, the Tutor Podcast will be with you every step of the way. Hi, it's Neil Camero here with episode 175 of the Tutor Podcast, the weekly show for anyone in the business of helping people through teaching, tutoring and coaching. As always, I'm here to share what I've learned about the business of teaching to help you to start, grow and love your tutoring business the same way I love mine, so that you can make more money while you help more people. Do like and subscribe to the show if you will, and every Monday I'll keep on giving away what I know. That'll keep you and your business up to speed right here on the Tudor Podcast. Now, today I want to talk about uh, Windows, and particularly Windows 11, the computer operating system. When Microsoft announced uh, the new version of Windows back in June, it all seemed pretty innocuous i guess apparently their new interface will be beautiful and the people doing the presentation said stridently that everything would be wonderful all the corners and bumpiness of windows 10 will be rounded off menus will be lovely and see-through and there'll be some other changes like moving where the start button is and of course if they said it would also be more secure now the new interface does look pretty good but more importantly, I think Windows 11 promises to do more for us, Microsoft end users, than they currently get from Windows 10. So according to the announcement, Windows 11 will make user productivity easier with features, meaning like you can resume whatever you're doing if there's a crash, an interruption, even if it means you know, total power failure. You can pick sessions up on a different computer or if you have something with a removable screen, which some of us use, then Windows will take care of that and let you carry on. There are various other small features which will really only appeal to the geeks. But there is, I would say, a fair bit of baggage that goes with the supposed improvements. Now, I'm, I'm leaning heavily on a mate of mine who's helped me out with this. And the geeky stuff will probably be over your head. It was over mine, but there are some geeks amongst us out there. So, the downside of Windows 11. First of all, your existing computer might not work with it. That's going to impose a financial cost on you if you want to go along with Windows 11. Remember, they're only going to support Windows 10 until 2025. So in three and a half years-ish, even if your machine is working perfectly, if you want to stay with the latest Microsoft operating system, you may end up having to junk your current machine. Now, there's financial costs, as I said, and there's an environmental impact of all those discarded computers. So in next episode, we'll look at a couple of alternatives to this. So if you think of the minimum specification needed for a computer to run the new Windows 11, you're looking at a 64-bit machine. 
two of my current four machines are 64-bit machines. There's a 32. In addition, it must support something called Unified Extensible Firmware Interface, which has by and large replaced the BIOS, which is the basic in-out instruction set on newer computers. And of course, it's got to support Secure Boot. Now, Windows 11 also will require the computer to have a trusted platform module, a version tool later, which is an encryption engine. And it's embedded in new computers, and the new Windows will require that for security functions. Now, Windows 10 does already support those features, but Windows 11 will require those features in order for Windows 11 to run. So if your machine doesn't have those things built in, uh, you've got a problem. Now, maybe this means that a new computer will be required if you want to stay with Windows 11. Now, it's been rolled out as a free update late this year, 2021. And you can download an app from the Microsoft website to check that the new Windows 11 upgrade will work on your computer. So if, if it works, great. If it doesn't work, meh, it could be a problem. But it might not be a total disaster. Just some computer manufacturers may be able to make their computers compatible through updates to something called firmware, which is the software that runs on the machine and makes the machine go. If not, well, we've still got Windows 10 until 2025, which is plenty of time really to decide whether you're going to upgrade your computer or maybe switch to a Macintosh or go to Linux or watch for other new developments. Personally, the idea of changing all of my computer software across all the machines, having to reinstall subscription products, looks like a menace. It looks like a complete pain in the neck. And of course, there'll be cost implications to this. So what do you think? Are you happy with the new prospect of Windows 11 and the, and the issues it's going to throw up? Are you happy with your current version of Windows? If you're in the tutoring business and you're running accounting, scheduling, Zoom, spreadsheets, office functions on your Windows-based computer, how happy are you with it? Are you deeply dischuffed to have your current computers made obsolete by an upgrade that delivers more and more of probably what you don't want? Oh no. Well, what about you? I don't suppose you're very thrilled by the prospect of having to shell out for software you've already paid for or you can get for free. We're looking at the functionality, not the software. But if we have to pay extra to run new versions of software we already own on Windows 11, I think we've been taken to the cleaners. What do you think? Let me know. It's info at neilcamado.com. Now, next episode, we'll look at an alternative to Windows, which is something I'm going to be trying to explore with my geeky friend if I can coax him out of his gaming room. In the meantime, make sure you like and subscribe to the Tudor Podcast and remember to follow me on Twitter, where I am, at Tudor Podcast. See you next time, when we'll be talking more about how to start, grow, and love your tutoring business. Have a fabulous day.
Get in touch with the Tutor Podcast via email or social media, and the Tutor Podcast team will be listening. Subscribe on iTunes and you'll automatically get the latest episode directly sent to your device. And remember to share, rate and review TTP so that we can help other people to start, grow and love their tutoring businesses.